It's time for episode 379 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM. Recorded Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast where we're running out the clock on 2020. My name is Dan Morin, and I am joined across the internet by my good friend, my pal, my dungeon buddy, Mr. Micah Sargent. How are you doing today, Micah? I'm doing well. It is uh, nearly 2021, and, you know, one has hopes for the new year. That's what the one in 2021 is for. I'm not going to lie. That was the last time I had to say 2020 in an intro. And I, I get, tried to give it a little extra oomph because I just want to like get it out the door. Just just get it out the door. Um, but bringing in that door, we have our two fantastic guests. This week to my left, it is a noted developer and a podcaster of shows such as Analog and the Accidental Tech Podcast and a brand new puppy, proud puppy pop. Casey Liss is here. <laughs> Hi, Casey. Hello. How's everyone doing? Doing very well. And in this corner, I mean to my left, <laughs> it is <laughs> the host of Friends in Your Ears podcast, uh, also the business unicorn, uh, and everyone's favorite internet pal, it is the one and only Kathy Campbell. Hello, Kathy. Hello, Micah, and I guess Dan, and yeah, I guess Casey too, but I'm here. <laughs> Sending I'm order of enthusiasm. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's get let's get started here. Uh, first topic today comes from me. What tech are you look f- looking forward to in 2021? Is there something that's on the horizon, or even something that you're just like, hey, I've I've heard about this thing and it seems interesting. I'm going to check it out in 2021. Casey, what's on your calendar there? Yeah, so I was thinking about this a lot, and I am looking forward and not at all looking forward to figuring out what the next step is in Apple's move to Apple Silicon. And I say that because I bought a MacBook Pro in June of 2020, which I stand by. There were reasons I had to do it. It made sense at the time. And I knew full well that the transition was coming. And I thought, well, you know, it's it's going to be rocky and it's not going to be that much better at first. And, oh, I'm not going to be missing out on that. Oh, I made a mistake. So I am very anxious to see and very excited to see what the like 13 inch MacBook Pro story is for the four port version. You know, as we record this, the the two port version exists. It's capped at 16 gigabytes. And I'm I, the computer I'd be replacing hypothetically is the four port uh, MacBook Pro that I think I put 32 gigs of RAM in. And I would very much like to know what is that going to look like once Apple gets to that step in the lineup? And I'm dreading it because I don't really want to spend money again because my laptop really isn't, it's fine. There's no problem with it. But oh, these reviews of the M1, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but the reviews of the M1 are so good and I'm so jealous. And oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have been looking forward to, for a while, the sort of spatially aware future that we are right on the cusp of. Um, Apple has slowly been seeding its devices with its ultra-wideband technology. And as we get more of those in the home, especially with the HomePod Mini, um, and pair that with uh, CHIP, which is the Project Connected Home Over IP technology, um, 
I think all and, and thread, all of these things are going to come together to make for a very uh, personalized, very responsive smart home. And as a person who has uh, been a smart home enthusiast for quite some time, I am very much looking forward to uh, seeing how this technology uh, sort of sort of makes its way in 2021. What about you, Kathy? I had an answer. Uh, and then, Micah, you started talking about the spatial awareness. And I'm like, ooh. And then I decided, how would that work possibly with like Fitness Plus to mm-hmm. have like the spatial awareness of um, like audio sounds you need to turn so that they're centered and being able oh. to like twist and do stretches and then like a Tybo style. Um, you got to punch to the left, punch to the right type of a, a thing. And I'm really interested to see how all of Apple's things really start intersecting and connecting in new interesting ways because they always happen to surprise us mm-hmm. those are those are all really great answers and the smart home thing like i think is really interesting as someone someone who just bought a house this year past year uh i'm like definitely already full of uh, smart home tech even though i don't live there yet um <laughs> but the thing that i'm interested in which is not strictly a 2021 technology but it's one that i've seen it continues to be on the upswing is actually vr i saw a number of people i know get vr gear for the holidays this year and i definitely started feeling a little like 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 uh, fomo there like a little feeling like oh is vr like is it happening is it happening now <laughs> uh I, because I'm, I'm excited about that possibility there are some games that i played this year that uh, had vr support and i don't have a vr setup and i was really like oh this game would be really fun in vr and i keep hearing people sort of wax rhapsodic about their their new vr setup so i think the biggest thing holding me back at this point is that the one that people seem to have focused in on is the i think the oculus quest 2 uh, and it has that downside of being requiring you to have like a whole Facebook set up because it's owned by Facebook. I was like, ah, but surely somebody else will come out with a really good VR setup that won't require me to engage with Facebook because I really don't want to. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe in 2021, that'll be the year that my reality finally goes virtual and frankly, it might be an improvement is all I'm saying. All right. <laughs> that is all for my topic. Thank you again. Let's move on to our second topic, which comes from Casey. So speaking of the M1, which is obviously very much on my mind, I was curious if the reviews, both the formal ones from, you know, the tech crunches of the world and and places like that, and anecdotal from friends that have gotten, you know, M1 Macs, have they changed your schedule or intentions for buying an M1 Mac? Um, No. So I I will say it didn't change my schedule, but it changed my interest in the way that it's it actually increased it even more than it already was um i think that this is a fascinating machine i think that a set of machines um i have talked about how uh enamored i am of the idea of being able to run ios apps on the mac and i am the person who doesn't care that they aren't perfectly made for non-touch interaction. I was using the home app on the Mac before it was ever any good at all (laughs) and just fine with it because we finally had the dadgum home app on the Mac. So 
I, just the idea of being able to run some apps on my Mac, I don't care that the clicking is strange or I can't make it full screen. Those kinds of things are have drawn me in in the past. And so then you add on top of that all of this, uh, this whipped cream and chocolate syrup and strawberry syrup and I don't happening? know What's uh, walnuts <laughs> that is, that are that are the um, the excitement about the speed and and the performance of the these devices. And you're just making my mouth water so yeah i schedule has to stay what it is because i literally just got like a nearly maxed out 2016 or not 2016 but 16 inch macbook pro um and so i can't i like i just got this machine so it's too soon um but certainly it makes me really 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 want one of these and maybe i'll invest in the mac mini uh coming soon kathy what about you is 9.30 too early to eat an ice cream sundae <laughs> no. asking for a friend? <laughs> no, absolutely Never. not. Um, so I really only use a laptop when I travel, RIP. Um, and so I don't really have a need to upgrade my MacBook Adorable anytime soon. However, I will probably, because of the M1s, probably in the next several years, I can see myself being excited to upgrade my travel computer, um, which is something that I never thought I would say. Like, it's always been just a functional device that I've needed when I'm traveling because there's a lot of stuff I do that I can't use an iPad for. And so I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to pass down my MacBook Adorable to my daughter who already steals it all the time as a Roblox machine. So yes, it's made me more excited, I guess. Uh, it has not changed my schedule at all. And that's because I bought one the day they were announced. Come on. <laughs> um, I replaced a 2014 11-inch MacBook Air, which, had, you know, it had been getting pretty long in the tooth. And I'm pleased to report that my apps are super fast. My web browsing is speedy as heck. Uh, my hair is lustrous and shiny. <laughs> All of the fantastic <laughs> benefits of the M1. No, I, I love this this machine. It, my only complaint about it, if anything, is that I miss the 11-inch form factor. And the, and the 13 inches is pretty, you know, it gets pretty close in some ways, but it's still heavier and bigger than the 11-inch uh, air that I, that I love for so long. And so, I, you know, part of me had hoped that they might resuscitate the 12-inch MacBook with an M1 or uh, Apple Silicon chip in it. And maybe that will still happen some way uh, at some point down the down the road. But for now, I've been very pleased with it. And since I don't have to lug it anywhere, even as far as the coffee shop, um, there's really <laughs> no downside to having the 13-inch the MacBook. It's become my sort of default uh, when I get up in the morning and have my cup of tea. I sit in the chair in my living room and I, I work on the MacBook for a few hours before I switch over to the iMac. And uh, I love it. It's great. This Honestly, not just the, the, the fact that it has such great performance, um, but the fact that it coming from, you know, such an old computer, I finally had like a retina display and it's just it's mm -hmm. blowing, blowing my mind. Um, it's fantastic. So I will say, aside from that, the only sort of dim spot, I know Micah was defending the iOS apps on the Mac. The selection's not great, and they don't work very well, but it's an interesting idea, and I'm kind of curious to see where it goes from here, um, because I feel like there is the possibility for a lot of really interesting things to be done, but it, it does feel kind of half-baked at the moment. Casey, why don't you wrap us up here? 
Yeah. So like I was saying earlier, I just bought a 13 inch MacBook Pro and I had zero intention of upgrading it. But now after hearing the reviews of the M1 powered MacBook Pros and, and MacBook Airs, I think it might be happening. I'm also in the midst of trying to convince myself that the, I think it's a 2012 Mac mini that I have basically doing nothing other than serving as a Plex server. Clearly that needs a replacement, right? Why not? Yeah, And absolutely. I don't want to spend that money at all, even less than I want to spend the money on a laptop. But I have a feeling my, oh, I'll get a, I'll get a, you know, Apple Silicon uh, Mac eventually. I think that's changed to, I'm getting at least one in 2021. And if I'm really just you know, ridiculous about it, I'll probably end up with two. So yeah, I'd say it's changed, changed my <laughs> schedule just a wee bit. Nice. All right, that's two topics down, two topics left to go, which of course means it is halftime here at Clockwise, and this week's episode is brought to you by our very good friends and longtime sponsors at Linode. Whether you're working on a personal project or managing enterprise infrastructure, you deserve simple, affordable, and accessible cloud computing solutions that allow you to take your project to the next level. You can simplify your cloud infrastructure with Linode's Linux virtual machines, helping you deploy, develop, and scale your modern applications faster and easier. Quite frankly, anything that can make your workflow faster and easier is worth checking out. Linode has 11 global data centers and provides 24-7 human support 365 days a year. That means like tomorrow, New Year's Eve, and the day after that, New Year's Day, they're still there. You never have to be stuck without support, night or day, holiday or not. Linode's there with no tiers or handoffs, regardless of your plant size. And you can check it out for free. Get started right now on Linode today with a $100 in free credit for listeners of Clockwise by going to linode.com slash clockwise. In addition to shared and dedicated compute instances, you can use your $100 credit on S3 compatible object storage, manage Kubernetes, and more. So head to linode.com slash clockwise and click on the create free account button to get started. Go there now. Check it out our thanks to Linode for their support of Clockwise and all of Relay FM. All right, halftime is over, Micah Sargent. What do you have for us? Aside from your smartphone, what is your favorite tech gadget of 2020? Kathy? So this is a, I guess it's a gadget. It's definitely tech. Um, and it didn't come out in 2020, but I purchased it in That's 2020 uh, and that would be my peloton tread plus um this has been life-changing in a way that is positive um and a way for me to get physical exercise that does not aggravate my back issues um and so i'm hopeful that it will continue to allow my body to improve in a way that is beneficial uh for the long run um so yeah my peloton as yes <laughs> <laughs> yes um for me i mean i just spent like a minute waxing rhapsodic about my m1 macbook which is definitely the the sort of top of the list um i would say the the other thing that's actually been really useful for me this year is um i i upgraded back in january to an eero for my home network infrastructure and it has been hugely beneficial not only because it's improved the wi-fi reliability inside the house but also because having a second house that we bought that's like our, our first actual property that we own um is close enough to our current apartment that I can bridge it with an Eero connection. <laughs> and that's kind of amazing. That is amazing. So I can have everything over there actually wow. on the network and like have like the smart home tech set up and things without paying for a separate, separate cable connection. Let me tell you, 
huge huge so i would say i've been really happy with my euro in general i think it's it makes really unobtrusive and like worry-free networking for the most part and that's been great casey what about you so this is something that was new to me in 2020 but flavors of this have existed for the long time for a long time and i have become obsessed with the raspberry pi mm-hmm. if you're not familiar raspberry pi is a very very physically tiny and not terribly powerful linux-based computer um, or really, it's a, just a computer, but typically you put Linux on it. And I have three of them now. I have one that serves as a pie hole, which is basically a thing to to block advertisements. It also serves as a VPN, so I can get into my home network from anywhere. And then I have two that are in this ridiculous cockamamie um, garage door is open <laughs> notification system that I've built for myself. And you can ask me about it on Twitter if you care. But suffice it to say, there are these little, not particularly expensive computers that you can use for any number of either dumb, like my garage door thing, or cool, like my VPN and Pi Hole uses. And I, I love these things. I love how cheap they are. I love how flexible they are. And I'm tr- basically, now that I have a hammer, I want to find nails anywhere I can <laughs> to find more reasons to deploy more of these literally $10 computers. Love it. Um, because of the pandemic, uh, the United States Postal Service stopped delivering packages to my uh, apartment complex. I live in a townhome, and they used to just leave the packages on my doorstep, but they don't do that anymore. So you have to go to the uh, distribution center that's very nearby and pick up your packages there, which completely defeats the purpose of ordering so that you don't have to come into contact with human beings because you go stand in a long line and breathe in everybody else's fumes. Um, So that was very troublesome because ordering from Amazon, it would almost always default to, and I have a Prime account, but it would almost always default to USPS as the delivery service uh, instead of Amazon's own delivery service. So I was trying to find a way around that. And the way that I found to get around that and to sort of go back to the safe, no contact um, package delivery was through the use of a MyQ smart garage door opener. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this 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 hub works with your garage door. Uh, speaking of garage doors and basically <laughs> it works like a, a you know if you were to buy a third-party garage door opener for your um you know your, your garage duh, and you program it yourself this kind of works like that except it's just connected to the internet and so your phone or whatever becomes that but you can connect it with something called key by amazon and once you do that then you can set it up so that you get packages delivered to your garage instead of to your front porch. And what I realized was that by using key, it forced Amazon to use its own delivery service instead of the United States ah. Postal Service. Ah. Thereby circ- Yeah, right? See? I love that. Because that's exactly what I did. When I first was like, oh, I could do this. So yeah, my my pick of for 2020 by keeping me safer and other people safer because I'm not coming into contact with them. They're not coming into contact with me um, was the MyQ Smart Garage Door Opener and Key by Amazon. Alrighty, folks, we have one last topic, and that comes from Kathy. So Christmas was last week. Uh, did you celebrate? And if so, did you get any fun techie gifts? <laughs> um, does a vegetable peeler count? I guess it's like a form <laughs> of technology. It's just a thing you hold well, in your hand and peel vegetables. I, you know what? So we did celebrate Christmas. It was a much smaller affair than it usually is. Usually I'm 
uh, in a, with my extended family. And there's like 20 of us. And this year it was me and my wife. And we exchanged a few gifts. Um, we didn't really have much in the way of technology, though. Uh, all our gifts were kind of on the low-tech side. So instead, I'll just quickly plug the board game that, that she got me that we were playing, which is called Star Wars Outer Rim. And it's a fun game about being <laughs> smugglers and scoundrels. And it's a Star Wars game. It's, if you like super complicated board games, it's super fun. Uh, I have no other technology <laughs> things to report, though. Casey, what about you? I similarly am a total failure for this question. Uh, <laughs> Aaron and I exchange gifts and, uh, and, uh, the closest thing I can, I can sort of hang my hat on is that I basically all but told her to buy me, um, a couple of Peter Gabriel live, uh, concerts on vinyl. Uh, I really like Peter Gabriel a lot. And in particular, I like two of his, one, one of his concerts, which was from, I think the early aughts and another from, I think the late eighties. And they were just released on vinyl for the first time this year, and I'd begged Erin to get those for me, and she came through, and I was very excited about it. So, similarly, extremely low-tech, but kind of, sort of, tech, frog? That's all I got. I think because we're all technologists, because I've had this issue too, we end up, we get the things that we want ourselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and if we don't get those things we want for ourselves, it's because they're outrageously expensive and we wouldn't want anyone else to get them for us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's how it works for me, at least. I'm like, I'm not going to ask somebody for X, Y, or Z. That's ridiculous. Um, but the closest thing I can think of that's tech-wise would be uh, my partner got me, it, because everybody's into Baby Yoda, but and I love Baby Yoda. I've got some Baby Yoda merch for Christmas as well, but my absolute favorite character from this like last round of of all star wars stuff is babu freak (laughs) and uh, he got me this little babu freak plushie that has a voice box in it and it's just like hey 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 babu freak and like that droid is okay and i love him and uh in fact i've gone uh as far as like making sure that he lays in the bed between the two of us <laughs> and is just sort of perched everywhere I go because he's so adorable. So yeah, that's uh, definitely for me. What about you, Kathy? Oh, I love all of your answers were absolutely fantastic, especially because the reason that I made the question tech related was because this is clockwise and it has to be about tech. But I, I'm so glad that you all answered it um, the way that you did. Uh, I received a record player um my very first one for my very first record purchase of the folklore album by taylor swift um and it's a vertical one so it has a little magnetic thing that holds the vinyl in so that i can hang it on my wall so it doesn't take up yeah it's, it's like art on your wall you get to have exactly and so i picked out the vinyl record that was the prettiest color <laughs> so that it can just sit there. It's great. I love it. It also can be a Bluetooth speaker from my phone so I can have better like sound world? play. Awesome. Yeah. It's magic. It's magic. Cool. Um, so cool. yeah, that was my gift. That Very reminds nice. me, I need to air a grievance. You posted, I don't remember if it was on stories or on your main Instagram, but you posted a picture of this. And immediately, I was extremely jealous, and I'm very angry. You should have kept it to yourself, so I didn't have to see it and think about it. No, this 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 thing looks. I say the same thing about your puppy, Casey. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Right, right. I don't want a puppy, but my goodness. All right, that's four topics down. We have just enough time for a bonus topic, but first, I want to tell you that this week's episode of Clockwise is brought to you by Setapp. 
There's an app for everything these days. Some are excellent, others not so much. But a great way to discover new quality apps and get all the tools you need to be successful and productive is by using Setup, a subscription for Mac apps. Setup packs over 200 apps into one. There's an app for almost any tasks. You can stay in your flow and finish what you started. And now you can take your projects to iPhones and iPads with support for iOS companion apps for your fa- for your Mac favorites like Ulysses, To Do, and TaskEat. Setup has a dedicated curation team that only selects the highest quality apps, which means you don't have to spend time searching for great tools. And it's such a great value. Instead of paying thousands of dollars for separate app licenses, you pay just one flat monthly fee. New apps are added regularly and updates are free. Plus, all the apps are their full-featured pro versions. Head over to setapp.com to try Setup free for a week. If you like it, just pay $9.99 per month for as long as it's useful to you. And it will be. Once again, go to setapp.com to see how it fits in with your workflow. Our thanks to Setup for the support of this show and all of Relay FM. All right, bonus question time. Are you staying up till midnight this New Year's Eve? Casey? Well, I don't know if I've mentioned, but we just got a puppy yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> because of that, I, I, maybe. So last night was our first night with the puppy, and, and it went really well, and I'm very pleased. But uh, I am out of shape when it comes to waking up in the middle of the night. Parents of animals or children know what this is like. You know, you get used to waking up in the middle of the night. You can, you know, drop right back to sleep as soon as you get back in bed. I'm not in that shape anymore, and so I was up on and off all night long. And because of that, I wonder if I'll just take the wimpy old man way out and just say, "Well, let's just go to bed early, and we'll say Happy New Year when we wake up to let the let the I almost said let the kid out to let the puppy out." <laughs> um, and the kids too—you never know if they need to pee. Now, uh, so anyway, so I uh, probably, but who really knows? Everything, everything's weird in 2020, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's all upside down. <laughs> I don't think I did last year, so I'm definitely planning on it this year. Oh, it's all your fault. Yeah. Ah, it's Micah's <laughs> fault. That's right. Finally, the blame. Uh, I have an 11, almost 12-year-old. So, yes, we will be staying up till midnight. We are planning. I ordered a special charcuterie board um, from Ooh. a local uh, creator good. of shops. So, don't worry. My Insta will have all of those pictures. Oh, um, no. And we are going to be doing a Harry Potter marathon. Nice. Um, so... Oh, Some, that's a really good idea. Some sort of marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, maybe? 2020 is a marathon for everyone. Let's just... <laughs> it's true. Just so that. we're going to hit the Have end strong. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think we'll probably try to stay up till midnight. We've we've been having shows to binge anyway, so we'll probably just keep going with that and then switch over to see that ball drop like on mute for like 10 seconds. <laughs> and then, <laughs> who knows? Maybe we just keep binging in the small hours. Uh, all right. That is our last bonus topic for the year, which means it's also the end of our last show for the year, which means that all that is left is to thank our fantastic final guests of the year. Casey List, thank you so much for helping us ring out 2020. Oh, let me assure you, the pleasure is all mine. And Kathy Campbell, thank you so much for joining us for our last episode of the year of the year. (laughs) Thank you so much for having (laughs) me, as always. And Micah, there it is. It's the end of 2020 for us, uh, but we'll be back next week and next year, which happen to be the same time. And until then, we remind all of you out there, watch what you say. And keep watching that ball drop. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year! Happy New Year! (laughs) 